Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HDC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's James Farley. Thank you. Well, hello. Good morning. As we look at the um, the patriarchs, the, the fathers of the faith in Genesis, we've looked at Abraham, looked at Isaac, and now we come to Jacob. So let's get straight into the passage. It's there on the screen. Um, Genesis 32, starting from verse 22. Let me read it now. That night, Jacob got up and took his two wives, his two female servants, and his 11 sons, and crossed the ford of the Jabbok. After he sent them across the stream, he sent over all his possessions, so Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. When the man saw that he could not overpower him, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip, so that his hip was wrenched as he wrestled with the man. Then the man said, let me go, for it is daybreak. But Jacob replied, I will not let you go unless you bless me. The man asked him, what is your name? Jacob, he answered. And the man said, your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with humans, and have overcome. Jacob said, please tell me your name. But he replied, why do you ask my name? Then he blessed him there. So Jacob called the place Peniel, saying, it's because I saw God face to face, and yet my life was spared. The sun rose above him as he passed Peniel, and he was limping because of his hip. Therefore, to this day, the Israelites do not eat the tendon attached to the socket of the hip, because the socket of Jacob's hip was touched near the tendon. Now, this is most certainly a, a bit of a strange passage, as we saw uh, yesterday with the story of Abraham and Isaac. God can turn up in surprising and unexpected ways. But what we see today is that God reveals himself here to Jacob in quite a remarkable way that shows us that God is a God who we can relate to, who relate, comes down to our level. He invites our questions, our struggles, our wrestling with him. He might our pain and he blesses us in that place of wrestling with him. And this comes about through the story of Jacob. It's one of Isaac's sons who's literally here wrestling with God. So how on earth did that happen? Well, in the, we read in the story that Jacob, he's traveling with his whole family to meet up with his long lost brother Esau. And he sent on everyone else ahead of him so that Jacob was alone overnight. And we read in verse 24, Jacob was left alone and a man wrestled with him till daybreak. There's no explanation of where this man came from, how this wrestling match began or any of the details would sort of long to know to piece together this story, how it all happened. But what is most interesting is not, it's not how the wrestling match started, but how it ended. For the most part, it seems like quite an even match with this mysterious man. He's unable to overpower Jacob, as we see in, in verse 25. There's even a point in verse 26 when the man sort of almost concedes the feat. He says, let me go for his daybreak. It seems that Jacob has the measure of this man. But what ensues at the end is a fascinating conversation that reveals both the heart of Jacob and also, I think, something of the heart of God. As we see in verse 26, Jacob insists he will not let this man go until he has received a blessing from him. Jacob is determined to be blessed. I wonder if you relate to that as well. If you know anything about the story of Jacob, you'll know that Jacob was born a fighter. He was almost born like a wrestler. He had tussled with his twin brother Esau, from the moment they were born, he outwitted his brother in order to get the birthright from Isaac, his father, and then ran for his life because scared that his brother's going to kill him. 
He then meets the woman of his dreams, but then he gets a taste of his own medicine by being tricked himself on his wedding day to marrying the wrong woman. So after working seven years for Laban, his, his father-in-law, he has to work in another seven years to then marry his daughter, Rachel, who he wanted to marry all along. So when we get to this point in the story, I think we can see Jacob, he is hurt and he's wounded, not just physically from this story, but also emotionally. He's looking for love, for God to bless his life. He's determined for a blessing. He will not let God go until he receives a blessing. But how can we know that this man that Jacob wrestled with is in fact God? Well, we see that in verse 28. The man asks for Jacob's name. And he says, Jacob will no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, because he struggled with God and with humans, has not overcome. And yeah, and that's true of Jacob, isn't it? His life has been a bit of a struggle. He struggled to receive a blessing from his father. He had to work for that and get uh, over his brother. He had to struggle to marry the woman he, he loved. And here he had to struggle to receive a blessing from God. He had to struggle so much in his life. But when, um, when Jacob asks the man... The, for his name, we don't see an answer. And I think that's where Jacob realises he has been blessed by God. And what's the application for us? Well, this may seem so removed from us, from our setting, it can seem almost irrelevant. And yet God has not changed. He is still the same yesterday, today and forever. And I think we can see a few things about who God is, what he is like from this story. Firstly, we can see that Jacob, he has seen God in a form of this man and that's in itself is quite remarkable that God has stooped down to our level here in a story in, in a, as a man that wrestles with Jacob but obviously we see that supremely in Jesus Christ God has come down to our level and he invites our struggles our hurts our pain he invites us to wrestle with him God knew that Jacob had a lot on his mind as he prepared to meet up with his brother after so long but God was not aloof from Jacob at this time he did not stand back and watch his life from afar. No, he was intimately involved in Jacob's life. But the real strange thing about this story is why did Jacob have to wrestle with God in order to be blessed? It almost seems like Jacob has to sort of earn this blessing. And of course, we can too can wrestle in prayer. There is a, that's like in a good way, we can wrestle with God like Jacob did but we come to it from a very different place we don't need to earn our blessing because we've already received it in Jesus Christ and in fact Jacob is in some ways a bit of a picture of Jesus this is how Tim Keller puts it that Jesus is the true and far better better Jacob who wrestled with God took the blow of justice we deserved on the cross so that we like Jacob receive only the wounds of grace to wake us up and discipline us it's great to wrestle with God in prayer. And as we do so here on HC Daily and in the prayer meeting and so many other places. But let's remember that we do that from a place of already receiving every blessing in Christ. And I think that's articulated really well in Ephesians 1 verse 3, which is going to come up on the screen now. And this is what we're going to land on here, which uh, where Paul writes, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. So as we wrestle with God, let's remember that we have been blessed in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Let me pray now to finish. Father God, we thank you that you have indeed blessed us with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Lord, thank you that you've given us everything that we need to live a godly life. Thank you that you have restored our relationship with you, Lord Jesus. 
And we pray, Lord, now that we will continue to to pray to you, to seek you, your kingdom to come on this um, on this earth, Lord, as it is in heaven. But we pray, Lord, that we would do that from such assurance and trust in you, that you have won the victory, you have defeated uh, evil, Lord, that you have restored our relationship with you. And we pray, Lord, that we would live from that place of being blessed by you in all that we do this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Today, James talked about Jacob wrestling with God um, for a blessing. And he reminded us at the end from Ephesians 1 verse 3, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. And so our first prayer is to say thank you to Jesus that we are wrestling from a place of already being blessed and knowing um, who Jesus is for us and to us. And then we encouraged everyone to pray um, for our community, for the groups that are happening today with Trinity Toddlers and the Kids Drama Group. And we encouraged us to look up to God and to pray for those groups, try and do that as well in the Key Stage 2 Connect group that's happening tonight. And then we looked uh, in at ourselves and at the church and we were praying for first fruits, of course, for new people in the church to uh, get better um, involved in the life of the church. And so let's pray for that today.